1: it's time for dr jomo cousins
0: on fresh
1: wind radio it's gonna work out for my what so lock in on that even when it seems like you drive into a place and you're late i just slow down lord you already know this is gonna work out for my what When it seems like you're being delayed, God is working this thing out for my what? Your whole stress issue goes away. We hope you're excited to hear God's word today
0: on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousy. God is doing something new, I feel.
1: Today we're gonna start part four of my series Divine Delays. Divine Delays. Uh we started with part one on my first leg uh to Phoenix and then my second leg to Hawaii and y'all saw saw all the delays that I had to go through. And in the process of time, me asking God why does why was He taking me through this season? He says, Son, I, I just Want you to understand that I'm in the waiting room with you, Amen. and sometimes when you feel like you're in a season of delay, you feel like God is not with you. I want you to understand God's in the waiting room with you. For the Word of God says, "I'll never leave you, nor forsake you. I'm a never present help in a time of trouble." Ah, Galatians six nine. Galatians six nine says this. Let us not grow weary or become discouraged in doing good. For at the what? Look at your saying. he's talking to you right there. For at the what? We will reap if we don't give in. If Could it be that we have not received because we gave in? Faith is a muscle that must be used. I got to hold on when it don't look good. Because see, I may never see the benefit of my faith if I'm not in faith. The plan of God is one thing. (laughs) The pace of God is something totally different. And God doesn't consult your feelings when you're going through. <laughs> the challenge for us is that we are sub- subject to time. God is not. I taught last week that Joseph had to wait 13 years. David waited 15 years. Today we're going to talk about Abraham. He waited 25 years. Romans eight twenty eight tells us this, and we know, say it loud, I know, Let's say it together. I know with great confidence that God, who is deeply concerned, make it personal, about me, causes, come on, come on, all things. Come on, all things. So what's included in all? The good, the bad, the happy, the sad, all these things, are working, come on, come on, together as a plan for good, for those who love God. Now, now, raise your hand if you love God. Okay, okay, okay. So, so if I love God, it's going to work out for my what? You know, I was, I was, I was having a discussion with Pastor Neas, and he says, John why are you tripping? I said, what do you mean? You love God, right? I said, yeah. So if you love God, God already said it's going to work out for you all. I don't care what you see or hear. It's going to work out for my what? So lock in on that. Even when it seems like you drive driving to a place and you're late. I just slow down. Lord, you already know. This is going to work out for my what? When it seems like you're being delayed, God is working this thing out for my what? Your whole stress issue goes away. Because the reason why you stress is because you think you're not going to be where God wants. No, no, no. It's going to work out for my good. Glory to God. Hallelujah. All right, let's jump into the Word. Today, Genesis chapter 12, we're teaching from Genesis chapter 12. Abraham, the father of faith, he had to wait 25 years from the promise. To conception, from the promise to conception. Now, normally it takes between nine and 10 months uh, for a person, praise God, if, they, if, if everything goes right to have a baby. Uh, it took him 25 years. Uh, I don't know about you, but I, I don't, you know, many of us would have lost hope at this point, but yet and still, uh, this is his story. All right. Verse 12, it says, now in Haran, the Lord said, who said it? Okay, go, uh, said to Abram, go away from your country and from your relatives and your father's house to a land I'll show you. The challenge we have with God is God will tell you to go before he show. You want God to show before you go. So I stay still because I don't see what God is doing. But faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So now God says, let me, let, let me, let me jubilatize this. Let me jubilatize this. God says, I want you to get away from your comfort. Because see, when you leave your mama house, come on, dog, come on, come on, come on, come on. When, when, you, when you have to step outside and, and make it on your own, let me tell you something, y'all. When I first got drafted in the NFL, okay? and I didn't make the team, the active roster. You know my biggest problem? This chick done came out here with me, Charmaine. See, if I had a got cut solo, I could figure it out. But I'm cut with a wife. See, if I was solo, I could just go back, come on, come on. If you solo, you just go back home, it's, it's all good. I could just go back home, I'm always good at Mama House. But now, I'm, it's uncomfortable, yes, and God has taken me out of my comfort zone, but your faith grows outside of your comfort zone. Paul let's do Paul. Simon Peter. Faith was not in the boat. Faith was on the water. Faith is outside of your comfort zone. If you're too comfortable, your faith is not... Faith pushes you outside of the place of comfort. And now I got to... Lord Jesus, I'm trusting you. Ah, Glory to God, hallelujah. Faith is total obedience without total understanding. Verse two, I will make you a great nation. I will bless you abundantly. I'll make your name great, distinguished, and you shall be a blessing, a source of good to others. Everyone say, I am blessed to be a blessing. See, I confess this over my life. Come on, I am blessed to be a blessing. Glory to God. See, once you make up in your mind to be a distribution center for God, the blessings start flowing. See, the, the blessing can't stop at you. You want to be a conduit to be used by God. Woo, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, look at your name say, neighbor. It's not you, boo. It's God working through you. Come on, say, say neighbor. Now, I, I, know, I know you think it's you. But but the blessings of God is what's working on you. Verse 3, and I will bless and do good for, benefit those who bless you. I like that. I will curse those who curse you. You don't have to deal with stupid. Stupid going to get dealt with. Stop giving your energy to fools. Pastor, what you mean by that? Once I identify you as a fool, I stop talking. And so many of us waste our words. The Bible says Jesus said this, not Jomo, Jesus. Don't cast your pearls on swine. Once you realize that this person cannot receive, shut it down. Have you ever had a long discussion with somebody and you're like, What, what don't you understand? You have to apply for a job to get a job. I'm just waiting on the Lord. No, no, no. Faith without works is... I'm just waiting. On, no, 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 you ain't waiting on God. No, 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 no. The Bible says keep on asking, keep on seeking, keep on knocking. That's the Bible. The Bible says you've got to do something. It's not going to happen by osmosis. I'm just waiting on the Lord. You are a lie. Hallelujah. <laughs> that, that's for somebody at your house right now who's saying they're waiting on the job. I just, I just threw it out there. Just stood it out there. Just, you ain't waiting on nothing. The devil is a liar. Now, Genesis 13. I'm, I'm doing this whole life. So this is a lot of chapters, but I'm jumping. Everyone say he's jumping. But you'll have the scripture reference. Genesis 13, 14, 6, which says, <clears throat> this is when Abraham and Lot had a, a heated fellowship and they were debating about land, okay? It says this, the Lord said to Abraham, after Lot had left him, after what? After what? Here's a word for you. Revelation comes after separation. You've been listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Riverview, Florida. I'll be back in just a moment with fresh perspective from God's never-changing word. Hey, radio audience. Pastor Jomo here. I want to first thank you for your faithfulness in listening to our program over the years. We couldn't do it without you. I wanted to come to you personally today to ask you to assist us in a kingdom project. We are expanding our campus with an emphasis on the next generation. We are quadrupling the size of our children's ministry and our team ministry. And we are looking for a partnership from our faithful listeners. Jesus said to Peter in John 21, If you love me, feed my sheep. The world is not going to invest in our young people To hear about Jesus If you feel led to assist us In this kingdom project Go to our website LFCC.TV Forward slash Big Give LFCC.TV Forward slash Big Give And give as the Lord leads you Thank you and remember this It's only what we do for Christ That will last God bless you People often wonder If God still speaks And the answer is yes The real question is Have we tuned in to listen? God has not changed, and him wanting to communicate with us has not changed either. Just like he spoke with Adam, God wants to speak with you. Imagine God giving you insight on the direction you need to take in life. In my new book, How to Hear God, He Still Speaks, I'll give you the keys to hearing God's voice. Go to my website, jomocousins.com, again jomocousins.com, and grab your copy. God bless. Now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Revelation comes after separation. Have you noticed when people leave your life all the... I've seen people leave church and I find out, for real, that happened? I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. I didn't know that either. I didn't... Yo, where was I? And sometimes God separates you to reveal to you. Yes. Because sometimes people are so close to you, you, you can't even see what they're doing. Yes. 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 <laughs> Friends, yeah. how many of us have them? Friends. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't know. You thought the person was for you. But when they kind of step away from your life, you realize, man, Every bad thing that's happened to me, they were there. (laughs) When you start writing down, wait a second. When I got jacked, they were there. When I lost my money, they were there. What's the common denominator? Yeah. (laughs) But you don't realize it until you get some space. Like, they were never for you. But oftentimes, you're so connected, you don't even see it. Oh, Selah. That's in Psalms. Calmly think about it for a second. That's what Selah means. Pause and think about it. And you will start to see faces pop up in your brain. Come on, Holy Spirit, show it to us. Show it to her, Holy Spirit. Show it to us. Oh, they got me. They got me. So he says this, now lift up your eyes. And look from the place where you are standing, north, south, east, west. So what happens, once Abraham said, Lot, take whatever land you want. God said, son, I know he think he got you. I know it looks like they whooped you. It looks like they took advantage of you. But son, I'm giving you everything. Because see, Abraham didn't get caught up in the small stuff. Because he understood from whom all blessings come from. As long as I'm right with God, all this going to work out. I don't fight over stuff. You can have that. No. The blessings of God make it rich and add no sorrow. I, I know where my cup comes from. I, I, I know who got me. Uh, he says, the land, look, he says, for the land which I, see, I, I give you will be a descendant forever. I will make it a sentence as numerous as the dust of the earth. Now, again, he is confirming that he will have kids. He still has no kids. Okay, next next one, Gene. Let me go to the next verse. Genesis 15. Now, Abraham is getting frustrated in the waiting room. Anybody been there before? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. After these things, the word of the Lord came. Who said this to Abraham. Okay, notice this, on your journey in the waiting room, make sure you focus on what God said. Yes, sir. You can't listen to the people in the waiting room with you. Mm. Don't be afraid, Abraham, I'm your shield. Your reward for obedience will be great. Now Abraham says, wait, a said, Lord, I don't think you see the whole picture. Mm-hmm. Abraham said, Lord God. <laughs> What reward will you give me since I am leaving this world childless? Isn't it funny how we try to tell God what we don't have? Like God don't already know what you don't have? So He trying to tell God his story. Like God is not the author and the finisher. God already know your story. Be still and and he will be the owner and the heir of my house, the servant Elijah up from Damascus. Okay, here it is, y'all. Abraham continued, "Since you have given oh, so now he says, I know from whence children come from because it's you, Lord." Look, he says, Abraham, Abraham, since you have given no one, no child of me, one a servant born in my house will be my heir. Okay, he get check. Then behold, the word Lord came to him and said, "This man Eliza will not be your heir, but he who shall come from your own body." will be your heir now to be an heir it had to be a male so he's telling you, you're going to have a male son you're going to have a son uh, isn't it funny that at times when we get frustrated we try to question the whole plan yes. Yes. so then God says wait a second let me give you my resume since you're here questioning whether I can the Lord brought Abram outside everyone say outside Oh, come on, Holy Spirit, give it to me. He says, go outside. Now, I want you to look up, okay? And if if you can count the stars, that's how many kids you're going to have. What God was trying to do, and I'm talking to somebody right now. Please hear me, hear me, hear me, hear me. Sometimes you can get frustrated in the waiting room if you focus your eyes on the wrong thing. So God says, I got to reposition you and get you out of the tent and I got to expose you to something bigger. Because sometimes when you're in a cramped space, you can't see your way out. So he says, son, I got to take you outside of this hood. I got to take you outside of the situation. I got to take you outside of the job. Because sometimes you may be in a job that's limiting you and you can't see all God's trying to do in this season. So God says, son, I got to move you out of this space and I got to show you something you never seen. Don't allow where you are to limit where God's trying to take you. (laughs) Don't let the degree, the pedigree, your parents, your mama, your lack of, your education, your criminal, don't let anything limit what God can do. My Bible says all things are possible to those who believe. Ephesians 3.20 says, now nah, unto him who is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all you can ask or think. The Amplified says, your highest dreams, your highest beliefs, greater. First Corinthians 2.9 says, but it is written. Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither at the heart of man what God has in store for those who walk uprightly. Father God, I thank you that you're greater than my problem. Lord, I thank you that you're greater than my valley. Lord, I thank you that you're greater than what the judge said. You're greater than what the doctor said. Lord, I thank you that you're greater. <laughs> he said this, that Abraham believed in, affirmed, trusted, relied on God. And the Bible says it was counted. Now, if, if, uh, if you've ever done accounting, debit is when you lose, credit is when you gain. He says, so since you believe me, I've taken this debit and I've slid it over to the credit. So my faith builds my credit. Oh, God, that's good. So if I can stay in faith, God will keep on putting credits on me because, see, the promises of God are received by faith. He says, now it's counted on. Then verse 7 here, now now, this, this if y'all play spades, this is when, this is when God put out the big joker. You know, sometimes at the end of games, you, you, you do this, I don't have my thing. You do this forward. For. Laughter and you stick that joke on your head and say, What? Yeah. Who, got, who got the last who got the last hand? So he says to her. he says this, look at all. He says, I am the same God that got you out of Ur. Ur was the hot place. In the Bible, the Ur, ur is the hot spot. He says, I'm the same God that got you out of that hot spot. To give you this land. I'm the same God that got you out of jail. I'm the same God that got you out of the hospital. I'm the same God that got you out of the abusive relationship. I'm the same God that got you through school. I'm the same God when the bullet was for you. I'm the same God. I'm the, He says, look at my resume. Look where I brought you from. Are you really going to try me now? I am the same God. And every now and then, you got to remind yourself where you used to be. I know it's not where you want to be right now. We all want a little bit more. But I know where God's brought me from. My God. Thank you, Jesus. All right. So now, God had to reconfirm to him. So when you're in the waiting room, you got to be mindful of who talks to you. So God had come back and say, let me check you one more time. Because sometimes you start saying stupid stuff in the waiting room. I don't know. I don't know. Listen, get your mouth right. Don't allow your mouth to speak against God's word. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Keep your mouth right. I don't know when, but I know he can.